Welcome everybody back to the Are We Where Yet podcast. I am your host, Johnny. A uh, few things for housekeeping today. I just want to say, hopefully you guys are enjoying the new theme music. Shout out to AG Flux for that music. He did it. It's 100% original. AG Flux, you can check him out on Facebook and IG. Most of the time he puts his beats on IG, so he's a hip-hop producer. Also, hope you like the new artwork. That's done by Tom Fernandez. He's a comic book creator and illustrator. Has the uh, the new comic book out, Lumberjack Nun. Crazy stuff. I think it has to do with zombies and all that good stuff. So shout out to both of them for creating all this new stuff for season three. Are We Where Yet podcast. Now we're going to dive into it. And across from me, I got it. Hold on. What is it? Frosto? Is it Frosto? Frosto the snowman. Frosto? Frosto Lopez, <laughs> a.k.a. Legal Alien. How you doing, man? What up? What up? You used to good, get man. that a lot, though, right? Yeah. You, uh, there's a lot of things that I used to get, but... What, what's the most common one? Uh, I mean, growing up, when, when I was in elementary school, I knew, you know, when the teachers used to, like, all right, roll call, you know, used to call the kids' names. I knew when it was my my name because they would be like, Lopez. They just go right to my last name. And I'm like, here, you know. I thought they were going to say something else, but always something, right? You were always kind of like, you're probably a little bit of tension, a little bit of like nervousness. Yeah, there was always something with my name. You're a junior. So it's your dad's name, right? Um, Kind of. Not junior, but your dad has the same name. My dad has the same name. Yeah. We don't, my dad has a different, actually, my dad's middle name is Fosto. Oh, so, and yeah. then your middle name is Ivan. And my middle name is Ivan, so. And you never thought to go with Ivan, huh? I actually, uh, I went with Ivan for like a couple of years, but only at my job when I used oh, to gotcha. work for uh, for uh, a pool company. Mm-hmm. Um, they were, again, they were like, what's your name? <laughs> and then they were like, what's your middle name? <laughs> they were, they we're going to go with that. Like, oh, Ivan. Oh, there it is. Ivan. So we're good to go on yeah. Ivan. So I'm um, having you on because you just released an album, yeah, right? Sure. What's yeah, the name yeah. of the album? I know it, but come on. <laughs> come on, man. Uh, yeah. My new album is called old dog, young cats. Um, it's released on Dune records. Dune records is a new thing that we kind of started to, um, it's a part of Dune Sea Crew. Uh, you know, Dune Sea Crew's been doing shows for a long time. I mean, you're you're one of the pioneers of Who it, started so. that? <laughs> Whatever. I'm not, I'm not giving <laughs> you gonna, I'm not gonna give you that much that. credit. <laughs> no, we can't do that. Here. Nah, nah, but seriously though, I mean people know who started it. You know, I think it was a it was a, a, a group of people that it yeah. takes, you know. But uh, but the Shout um, out to Mel. Yeah, Mel was one of them, you know. Oh, what I mean man. DJ Reza. DJ Reza. You know, he really came through and, and uh, could not have done it without that dude. Yeah, man, that that dude is amazing. He was actually at our show. last. I saw that. I saw the picture you know, a couple of weeks ago or something like that. Yeah, he was he was on the ones and twos just killing it. You know, it was it was dope. It was dope. But yeah, anyways, uh, Old Dog, Young Cats, that's the new album that's out. Uh, you can get it on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, um, Amazon, you know, all those all those places. Any digital outlet. Cool, cool. Check so I just wanted to kind of briefly do that for everybody listening, and then we're going to kind of go back and your journey. So you're not originally from Yuma. No, I am originally from California, Los Angeles, California, South Central area. Um, I was there in Watts, actually, is where we were pretty much living, where I was raised there up until 
we moved up here probably I was like maybe I want to say I was like 11 or 12 at 11 first. or 12 when, when you first, get to Yuma when I first stepped into Yuma like ever saw this you know the desert, deserted place like a, it literally I was like dude this is like movie stuff I've never seen the desert like this uh-huh. and this was back in like 92 maybe something like that so then we stayed here for about a year and then we me and my younger sister and my parents they moved us to northern california for like two and a half years i moved back officially moved back in 94 to yuma 94 to yuma okay yeah. okay but what so what's it like growing up in watts South Central, because that that you hear that in rap, rap songs, yeah, you know yeah. that's in hip hop. Watts, South Central, and then Compton, right? You in know the city of good old Watts, you know, that's, mm. you know that's Zap and Roger. Yeah. You know, you know? So so seriously, what's it like growing up in, in Watts, the place you hear a lot about? Dude, it was it was crazy, man. It was um, it was a trip, man. It was I, I saw like a whole, you know, you hear people all, man. I seen all these things. I've seen a ton of like, but honestly. Like you seen it. it. I I seen it. You seen it. Like no joke, man. Just just from people getting beat up right in front of you to to you know one of the things that always kind of sticks out to me was seeing uh there was this pregnant chick that was walking across the street of of our house and like her boyfriend they were getting a fight or something and she just, and this dude just like straight up kicked her, kicked a pregnant girl. In the stomach, like in the straight st- up, like, 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 like I'm gonna do yeah. you and your baby. Yeah, they didn't. She, this chick was just crying there, and I was just like, "What the heck?" Like, I was, you know, maybe seven, you know, somewhere around that age, seven or eight, and I was just like, "Man, this is not." And then, you know, that's just one of the things. Um, but it was just crazy. A lot of gang violence. You know, my brothers, uh, my older brothers, and some of my sisters started getting a little bit involved in all that stuff. You know. Back in the how could you not right exactly I mean back in the eighties that's when everything was like it was just, popping off that's like if you weren't part of a gang you colors were, yeah. right everybody's seen yeah, the movie exactly. colors colors that's where that's where it took place you yeah. know and then also the movie South Central and yeah. yeah there's so a lot you, of movies that that always go through Watts through that neighborhood there you're in the thick of know? it yeah exactly right in the middle of everything and but, the thing about it is that <clears throat> there was uh you know there was the the Latino Mexican gangs. And then, like, five blocks down was the Grape Street Crips. You know, so it was, like, these two crazy just generations of people that are, like, just hungry and hurting and, like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just blasting each other for, for, for no reason, really. You and know? so you say hungry and hurting. Um, your parents came here from Mexico, right? Yes. Hungry and hurting, probably looking for a better life. Yeah, yeah. Right. They wanted something good for you guys. Right. And so they ended up in, in, in South Central Watts. Were you the first, uh, you like, I think you and your sister to be born here in the States. Yes. Um, I have, it's a total of seven of us. I have, uh, six other siblings, excuse me. Uh, but yeah, it was only me and my younger sister that are actually from, you know, from here, from the United States. All my other, uh, my older brothers and sisters are from San Luis, Mexico, actually. Gotcha. So. Okay. Which so, isn't far from here. Yeah, it's not far from here at all. Um, you know, what is it, 30 minutes, 25 yeah. minutes? You know, but uh, but yeah, they ended up, uh, you know, I obviously I've only, I, I, they can I, they can only tell me the stories, but they, you know, they crossed with all the, with all the kids pretty much and my mom and my dad and they got this, uh, you know, what do they call them, coyote guys or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, just crossed them and uh, 
Next like, thing you know, like you see in the movies, that that yeah. really happened. Oh yeah, that that straight up happened. They they got a ride. They went drove all the way to L.A. with no you know really no plan, just like no plan. Just maybe just there, the clothes on know? their back, and they were like, "We're gonna get these kids a better life." Yeah, yeah. And then what happened? I mean, from there, it, you know, from there we were born. I guess when I say we is me you and, and your my, sister, my younger sister, Daniela, right? You know, yeah, Daniela. Um, shout out to her. I love her. Love her to death. Um, anyways, um, she just had a new baby too. Actually, yeah, she's got oh, like a newborn congrats. baby. Congrats, yeah, yeah, Daniela. Sure. Congratulations, Daniela and Fred. Um, but um, anyways, uh, you know, we were, you know, my parents had us, and and uh, as as my older siblings started growing up, you know, the the gang life was kind of like you said, it was just surrounded like it surrounded us everywhere so you know a, a lot of people um you know the 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 mexicans and 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 the blacks out there were just kind of like just hating each other fighting all the time and so it was there was no unity at all like you would think you know that maybe the two two minorities would kind of get along but now nah, it's 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 like they're just murdering it each other it was just war huh yeah it was just war all the time you know and and you know, I remember my sisters coming home, like beat up from being jumped for no reason, just cause they're Mexican, you know? Damn. And, uh, yeah, it was nuts, dude. Um, but, uh, anyway, so they started kind of doing, you know, the other things that everyone else was doing, which was joining, you know, a gang kind of like a team type thing, you know, like I got your back, you know, mm-hmm. cause that's how it had to be. Like when you were, if you were in junior high and high school over there, like you had to have like a little support system a little yeah something that are like all right man you know but you but you had to be willing to to go in there and, and get dirty too you know so and that's when everything kind of started like just problem after problem so problem you know? after problem your yeah. your your parents are facing it and the, 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 is that way they said okay it's time to go yeah man so i think uh my dad actually went through this crazy phase of um like he got really sick and he started getting all these welts and like almost like a crazy rash type thing all over his body. So he couldn't work, you know, for a while. And like, all he was the, a mechanic, right? Yeah. He, he was an auto body worker. Auto body. So, okay. Um, so he couldn't work for a while. He couldn't figure out what was wrong with him. And, and, uh, along with all the stress that that was causing and with, with all the gang life and all the problems that my brothers and, and everything was just kind of piling up. He was like, that's it. We're moving to Yuma, you know? And we're like, yeah, what, what the heck is Yuma? Like, don't, where, don't, where is, Yuma, right? you know I mean? don't, just like everyone else's reaction, you know, like, where is this place? Like, so I, real quick before we jump there, uh, there was a story that you, you lived on the beach for a while though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so that right there, um, you know, my dad had, you know, like I said, he, he had a, uh, he was really good at doing auto body. So he had a shop, he had, you know, all these things he was, he was making really good money. But before that he was like struggling to, you know, just like, I mean, imagine having seven kids, dude, and having to, be I, don't, I don't want to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got I, two. And like, I, I, I was just thinking the other day, I have four kids, you know? So I'm just like, wow, like yeah. this is nuts. You know, seven kids having to feed all of them and, and, Anyways, it's a, it's a lot of crazy stuff, but yeah. So one of those times we, we were homeless because it was, you know, he didn't have work. He didn't have, you know, he didn't really have anything to, to, you know, to, to, to bring to the table is you know, 
at that time. And my mom, she was pretty much taking care of everyone, you know, all the kids while he was at work whenever he did have a job. But at that time he, um, he just, he just didn't have any work. So the only thing we knew was, Hey, you know, we're going to go kind of camping, I guess, you know, but we didn't have tents. We didn't have nothing really. All we had was like, I think I want to say it was like a 1971, Cadillac, a four door Cadillac that we all four door Cadillac, seven kids plus two parents on the beach. Yeah. We're out on the beach. It was at, uh, I want to say it was Marina Del Rey, maybe. Wow. Marina Del Rey Beach. How long did that last? That was probably about maybe a week or two. Mm -hmm. It was something like that. It wasn't very long, but. But it was real. But it was real. I remember fishing for our food. Like no joke. Oh, you went back to the Jesus days. Oh, dude, Jeez. my dad was like, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna go catch our food right yeah, now." Yeah, so, so like we the would, disciples. Dude, no joke. We would catch. Uh, I remember catching um, clams and and oysters and crab and like uh, all right there by the rocks. And, and your dad would make it. Yeah, my dad would cook it right there. He Some would, lemon and yeah, ooh, you're making lemon. me hungry yeah, now. Dude. So, I mean, we were homeless, but we were eating good, fresh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's organic, fresh. like straight up I, out of the ocean. Hey, man, <laughs> fresh and organic. Yeah. That, that's that's a, that's good right there. Yeah. So then a little while after that, it's like, okay, gang life, things are happening. It's time to go. And Yuma was the destination because he was familiar with Yuma. There was some job prospects or? No, so, um, you know, my, my grandma and like all his, my dad's side of the family all lived in San Luis. So, you know, like we said earlier, yeah, San Luis is only 25 minutes away. Mm-hmm. So, you know, every once in a while they would cross and, and, you know, do what they had to do, whatever, go grocery shopping or whatever. But um, so that's how they were familiar with Yuma. You know, my dad kind of knew that, like, you know, if we say, well, we're moving to Mexico, that it was going to be kind of like, what? Like, yeah. this is, you know, but anyways, he, he said Yuma is a little city right next to San Luis. That's where, you know, your grandma lives. My, my grandma, Ma Chewy, rest in peace. She, uh-huh. she passed away last year. Um, but my, my aunts, my cousins, like everyone was in San Luis. So he was, that's, you know, so his family little, was there. Made so. it a little bit com- more comfortable, made it more palatable, right? For him. Yeah, for sure. But we never, I mean, maybe we had met my grandma and a couple, maybe an aunt or two, but all our cousins and everyone else, we had never met anyone from over there. So this was all like brand new to everyone so you're here for a little while and um you said how long before you moved to northern cali probably about a year and a half or so year and a half then you go to northern cali where at this little farm town called del rey del rey some uh, something it's it's probably like 30 minutes away from fresno so you know it was it was towards that area Uh, the bigger little i guess Bigger city next to Del Rey is another place called Sanger. Okay. That people are more familiar with that, I guess. But, um, but yeah, it was like, it's and like literally farm town, dude. And that didn't work out? See what I say about your phone. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you got it right. That didn't work out, though? Um, So we were up there, man, and, you know, my dad had a had a compadre you know he had a one of those like that's a homie yeah, right that's a homie like yeah it's like hey compa come over here and and you know we have this I, he had a dealership a used car dealership mm-hmm. so my dad knew auto body so he was like hey come work over here you guys you know we can we can work together you can you know fix cars sell cars whatever you know just to make money so 
make ends meet, you know. So we moved up there and uh and everything was kind of all right, I guess, you know. Um it was it was it was kind of rough too, but uh you know, we lived in a small trailer, like a super small mm. trailer and it was yeah, I'm not going to lie. It kind of sucked. It yeah, sucked. It, it so sucked, back yeah. to Yuma, then it's like, okay, we got to come back to Yuma. Family's yeah. closer. It's always good to be around family in one sense, too. Yeah, you know, definitely. Even if they're like 30, 40, 50 minutes away, hour, just to have them around, that's like probably meant a lot to your dad. Yeah. Some moral support. And and, and honestly, I think it was more, uh, you know, because all my older brothers and sisters stayed in Yuma when we moved to Northern California. And my mom, you know, my dad was busy working. He was, he was doing his thing working, you know, all the time. And, um, you know, but my, my mom was always the stay at home mom with us, you know, with, with, with the kids. And so it was more her like wanting to kind of like, man, I miss my kids. I miss my, everyone being together, you know? And, um, and my, my older brother actually is the one that kind of initiated the whole move back, you know? Gotcha. So, so about 14, you said you're back in Yuma? Yeah, about 13, 14. 13, 14. When did you start playing the drums? Um, I started playing drums probably like around, I want to say I was like 16 maybe. Okay, so a little bit after that, yeah, right? Yeah, because maybe I was about to turn 16 because the whole reason why we came back down to Yuma was because my brother, you know, he... he uh, he accepted Christ in his life. So he was telling us like, Hey man, you guys need to come over here, come to the, come to our church. It's your older brother, Luis. My older brother, Luis. Yeah. So, um, so, so we were, you know, we were kind of moved by that because we saw like a change in his life. Like this dude was like, there was an actual significant. Yes. There was a change. huge difference in his life. And, and, you know, this dude was always caught up in, 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 um, you know, problems with, you know, the gang life or whatever, because the gang life didn't end when we moved. They, they actually brought it down over here. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's like, you know, it, it, it they was, started their own little yeah, clique. They started their own thing over here. Probably and, find, and found some other people that left LA for yeah, the same reason. Exactly, exactly the same thing. Let's man. link up, you know, so everything kind of went the same way. started getting all kinds of problems. And so anyways, he made a change in his life. And, and that's when he was like, you guys need to move back to Yuma. And, uh, and that's kind of when, when, um, you know, everything started, like you brought up the drums, you know, I started playing drums because I was involved in church with the church band and oh, all that okay. stuff, you know? So that's what, okay. So I, I didn't know that part. Cause I knew like when I first met you, it was, you, you knew the drums yeah. like, or, or you started w with the drums and you had naturally had like a rhythm to you. You kind of yeah. taught yourself how to play drums, right? Yeah, pretty much. So the way that happened was my brother same guy, Luis, he had another dude that had a drum set that didn't really have anywhere to store them. So my brother had this two, two bedroom apartment, I think. And it was just him and his wife. He didn't have any kids back then. And so he had an extra room for a drum set. So he just had the drum set there. So every day after school, I would, I would walk to his house and I'd be like, well, when I first saw the drum set, I was like, what the heck? What, what is what do you have a drum set for? You know? Mm -hmm. And he's like, Oh, this, you know, so-and-so. And, and I was like, dude, you know, I've never gotten, I never sat on a drum set, played anything like yeah. that. So I was like, can I mess with it? You know, but I've, I've always, um, you know, I've always liked the, the, the hip hop rhythm, you know, that, that I was influenced with that all, all the time, you know, but anyways, so I just sat there and kind of, 
the first time I didn't know what to do. I just kind of just got started, the sticks in your hand you and you're like just messing around. Yeah. And, and, and then I just little by little, I started listening to songs, you know, different songs and just listening to the beat. And I just kind of keep the time with the hi-hat. And then after that, after I knew I had the hi-hat down and the same rhythm, you know, then I'd bring in the snares. Okay, bring it, you know, mm-hmm. all right, here we go. I got this part now. All right, now the kick, you know, then I'm kicking everything here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so everything had to work, obviously, you know, simultaneously with the, with the right rhythm and everything. Yeah. So, but yeah, self-taught, man, I just kind of started like that. And then self-taught, taught yourself how to play drums. So then the, the drums were, were influenced by the hip hop music from earlier in your life. Mm-hmm. So, and the hip hop music came from L.A.? Part of it, yeah, part of it did, but honestly, I think my the hip hop music, um, I would say, my uh, my library was expanded here in Arizona. Okay, okay, but the first initial maybe in L.A., but then yeah. when you came to Yuma, you, it started to kind of grow in you. And yeah, like, yeah, definitely. Oh, this is really good. Yeah, cool. when I came over here is when I started, which is weird because you know you'd think being from L.A. you'd be you know, a lot of, you know, you get a lot of big radio stations and like you get to, you know, they get the newer music faster yeah. than most people, you know, but, um, but yeah, you know, it was over here. I feel like, I guess it, it's more the people that I started hanging out with that, that were more, you know, involved in different type of genres and, you know, music, stuff like that. So. Okay. Okay. But I, I think I, I was reading earlier, shout out to Bookworm Brown, Carlos, yeah. You did a little thing with his uh, uh, big brown dad. I think yeah, bigbrowndad.com. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Carlos. One of the first uh, hip hop songs had to do a Bismarcky, right? Either Vapors or. Yeah, I remember Vapors and, uh, and uh, you know, this is famous, You Got What I Need. You yeah. Know that? Everyone knows that one. And I just remember how cool that song was. You know, like the, every time that hook came on, mm-hmm. like you, you couldn't do anything but sing you along gotta, with it. You got to sing it. You, you got, you know what I mean? It's like you just go at it and it was that beat was just so dope and like you know so that I, that was that was a big part of like kind of like all right this this is cool like, so that's I like la this, you know that was la that was la that. for me you and know? then coming to yuma arizona and then you it started to expand you know so you're like 15 and like so that'd be what 94 ish around mm-hmm. then so that's when a lot of the you know uh i think uh dr dre's album already dropped by then snoop dogg's coming out yeah um, outcast stuff like that. Oh, dude, so then yeah. it was like it was on, huh? Yeah, that's when that's when you know, I mean, all that the the good stuff, mid nineties, early nineties, and even eighties. You know, all that the mixture of all that was just, man, it was so dope. I, I it opened up so many, um, you know, so many things in my mind. Like, dang, this is like these dudes are actually writing stuff, you know, like saying like, so what do you mean by writing stuff? There's con- some content. Some yeah, of them, like some content, people con- you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause outcast, I guess you would say is, is a little bit more, uh, you know, they're not as gangster, obviously nah. they're more pimp yeah. if anything, but they're just, they're, they're not as ignorant. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah I mean? exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, I would get that coming from LA, you know, you've heard either, either, you know, gangster rap all the time out there, you know, just, you know that even even the West Coast stuff, you know NWA, all that stuff, like of course that that's like part of hip hop and it's for sure and it's, and it's, it has its it place. Is, it has its place, yeah. You know, but uh, when you when you listen to something different that like you know Outkast say, you know, first time I heard them, I was just like, dude, these dudes are rhyming different, very and the, intriguing, and, the, and their way the way they're 
their cadence, their their fluctuation of their voice of like, you know what I mean? Everyone was trying to sound yeah. tough and gangster. And these dudes are like you said, they had that cool, fresh, like kind of oh, oh, pimpish, you know, it. like, yeah. oh man, dude, I was like, this is it right here. Yeah, super cold, super cool, and uh, definitely laid back, and yeah. almost like they weren't trying to prove anything. Nah. They just knew it. They knew they were dope. They just knew it. You know, two what dope I mean? boys. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they just they just knew they they were coming out with yeah. it. And um, so at that time was the time you were going to church, right? So that probably um, helped influence the fact that you were looking for something with a little bit more substance. Right? Yeah, definitely, man. Because uh, you know, in the in the even you know you went to church like the church world even with their music, you know, it was always one, one direction, even I can't believe I just said one direction, but you know what <laughs> Shout I'm saying? Out to your though. favorite group, yeah. One Direction. <laughs> you know what I'm saying though? Yeah, like it was yeah, either yeah. real preachy, like, or, or, or it was just on the other side, you know mm. what I'm saying? But I was like, man, I, I feel like personally, I feel like my music, you know, is influenced obviously by both both sides, you know, like I guess you would say Christian hip hop and and you know secular hip hop or whatever you yeah, want to yeah. call it, you know. So but, that's what uh, Christians normally call it, Christian and yeah, secular, yeah, yeah secular, that's for sure. Because yeah, but which I think is funny, you know. But anyways, um, you know, I just thought it would it would always be cool to to kind of be able to if you're a Christian rapper or whatever, and you can perform at a at a show and still rock a crowd like like I think that's cool whether if it's whether it's not a, a Christian event or not you know what I'm saying like so I think you know kind of listening to all that stuff like Outkast and 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 you know all these artists that were kind of influenced you know influenced me on, on listening to all this stuff you know even even the West Coast stuff Dr. Dre you know Snoop all these yeah he, those are dude those dudes are classic you know you can't you can't really hate on them at you all you can't but, but um you know, I don't know. It's just a mixture of everything that kind of developed. So, so I, I think I met you, I was probably 16, maybe you were 15 or something. Yeah. And then, uh, I think we, one of the first raps that I wrote going to the church, cause I started going to church mm -hmm. was with you. And yeah, that yeah. was, that was, that was on that black star beat. Right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, exactly. It was on, uh, uh, what's the name of the song? I can't even I, remember. I don't remember that. I do remember one of like some of my lyrics mm -hmm. actually. The kickstand, yeah, the yeah, kick stand. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something like I lift up Christ like a kickstand on a bike. As soon as I touch the mic, I watch new life ignite. You know? Hey, he's a, he's a. I kind of know it. He spits like, the whole bark. verse. So he, he got like, ready before what? the whole thing. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I remember no, that, that just man. came to me. I swear to you, that just came to me. I was That's like, well, respiration. That's what it was. Respiration was the beat. Respiration. <laughs> yeah, I think you had the beat, and yeah. then it was like we, we did something. I don't know what it was for though. Was it for like? I don't know. Honestly, well, remember we used to perform on Saturday sometimes at church. But it was like, was it like a soldier for Christ? Because that was like a, a thing that they had then. Yeah, I, it was just something. I huh? just remember it was like, you know, let's let's write some let's write some dope song, you know, a dope song to this beat, like, you know. But yeah, I remember that day. Yeah, so and that's funny because I remember it too, and it's like uh, that, that's kind of interesting. So we intersected around that time, mm -hmm. going to the same church, doing the same thing, and so like one of the things we started rapping and doing shows, we, they call them outreaches. Yeah, yeah. I call them shows. Yeah. They said, uh, what well, they were like a California conquest was a name, right? They yeah. were like, they would get us in a van. I called it a tour. I told everybody, everybody <laughs> That's had, funny. Oh, I'm on tour. I'm, yeah. yeah. I would tell everybody back at home, like, Hey, I'm on tour. I'm gonna go on tour this, this weekend and go perform in Barstow. And that's funny. And, and, and all these places in LA. And, but the thing was, was 
for me, and I don't know if it was for you, it was like the repetition. It, it got me used to holding a mic. It got me used to how to perform, how to perform for an audience. Same for you? Oh, yeah. I mean, that was that was the first time we actually ever grabbed the mic. I mean, on a stage, you know what I'm on saying? On a stage, like, legit. And I, I say that because... We, 58 mic. Yeah, you know, we did, we, we did it together. Like, yeah. you know, it was the same era. So it's like... You know, I, I believe that really did train us to, you know, to where we're at now. You know, I'm not going to say like I'm this rock star or anything, but I I can say I have good mic control and know, understand the, the you know, all that stuff because light, of that. Light you years know? above a lot of people. Oh, you yeah. got to say it because yeah. putting all that work and how many times we performed and like, you know, it, it was my whole high school experience is pretty much at church. Your yeah. whole high school experience is at church. And yeah. we were constantly always performing, doing this thing. And um, I, in one sense, I, I even kind of like had some foresight, or foresight thinking like, you know what, this is going to do something later. Like, I just got to do it. I just got to do it. And I did want to, you know, back then, like win souls, do the whole thing yeah, yeah. that they did. But, but it's like, no, this is, this is doing something in me and I, I like it and I like performing and, and, uh, sure enough, you know, now I'm doing a podcast or whatever, yeah. but that's all linked back to the fact that we had this foundation yeah, of performing. We, we understood how, you know, how you plug in a mic with the XLR, you know, going into the board, like as teenagers, as we had know, to do it all uh, setting everything up, you know what I mean? Like mic checking, you know, doing all that stuff and, and playing I, music. Yeah. DJing. Yeah. All that stuff, all of you it. know, but, and, and I think that really did prepare us for, you know, for who we are now, just, you know, as, as musicians, as artists, as podcast directors, whatever, you know? Yeah. You know? So that was, that was a foundation. And so, you know, moving on later on in life, you married my sister. Yeah. Right. You know, so you're my brother-in-law and, uh, and, and, uh, we formed this whole super group at one point in time. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, Cerebral yeah. arts, Battlestar. We got with, uh, you guys were actually Battlestar before, before anything though. Yeah. So. Yeah. So Battlestar was first yeah. and then later Cerebral arts yeah. and that's, when, that's when I came in CJ. Yep, CJ Citizen Aim. That yeah. dude was a huge influence on 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 everything I do pretty much. Like he's he's the one who showed me, you know, how to mess around with the beat program. Back then we were using Reason, mm -hmm. you know. So Reason, I made my first beat on that. Um, he showed me how to. Hey, this is how I do it. And you know, any questions you have? And sure enough, it was. And even with recording, um, you know, recording, uh, you know, on on Logic or Pro Tools, wherever, you know, it was it was he kind of showed me the ropes with all that, you know? So, you know, with, with CJ, um, it was kind of interesting cause he, I met through, um, doing that same thing. The outreach was outreaching at like, I think the fair or something. And it kind of mm -hmm. came across him and he was a DJ and they were like, Hey, he's a rapper. And so like, I would just go to his house and he would play records yeah. and old instrumentals. I would just rap over him until one day he was kind of like, so what's this Jesus thing all about? After it was after nine 11, he was scared. Mm -hmm. Uh, and he was like, what's this thing about? I need to do it. And then he started going to church. And then one day outside the church, I'm freestyling with some dudes at church and we're doing this thing. And he's like, well, I think I want to rap. And I'm like, well, okay, you know, whatever, you know, hold on, but, take, take the backseat. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, and then it's like, well, well, let's hear it. Let's hear it. And he just came out with this monster verse. And I'm like, yeah. I've been doing this forever. And this dude at like, you know, whatever age, 1920 or whatever he was, it just came out and I'm like, I'm done. You know, I yeah, should have just quit. That dude was, was a natural man. He was one of those dudes. Natural. You know I mean? Like with, 
creative. Just everything was just so easy to him, and it, it, was, it was like it lived inside of him. Yeah, you know is. the the beats, the 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 rhyming, everything. Because he wrote poetry, and that's yeah. kind of the thing that he was like, oh, I was like, oh, that's cool poetry, you know. And yeah. then when he spit, it was just like. Oh man, this he is He was it. like, hey, homie, you take the back seat for a <laughs> exactly. second. Exactly. It was. It was like, yeah, you need to. And it wasn't her car. So that's, that's funny. funny. We, we are, we were spitting in a car with uh, Antonio. But um, yeah, so we, we had these different crews that kind of helped refine and define more because then we got in the studio. Yeah. Which I hate studios. I hated rapping. Like it, being in there, I'd get super anxiety. That's why I never did a bunch of stuff. Because I get mad anxiety and, and everybody else, it would just seem like they can go in and just spit their verse and just do what they got to do. And that's something that you're good at. Yeah, I guess uh, it, it's, um, I don't know. I just see it as a, as a, all right, let's just go in and do it. You know, um, I, 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 I obviously, I like to practice a lot before I go into, re- a lot of people say, um, you know, if you write a verse, record it like right there, right away, you know, um, I've heard a few people say that, but I, me personally, I like to go over it a couple times. You like times. to sit with it, I let like it to, marinate yeah, a little I bit. Like to, because I've done this before where I'll record a verse on my, on my, you know, the voice memos or whatever. And when I first do it, when I first write it or whatever, and then when I finally release the song or, or like when it's kind of at the end of completion or whatever, I go back and listen and I'm like, dude, that part is way different than how I originally did it. Because I feel like, you know, as, as you take a little bit of time with it, you get to kind of. It gets right. to grow yeah. and blossom and yeah, bloom exactly. a little bit, like, and yeah. become something, take on some life. Yeah. Yeah. But so you have that, but you also have that killer instinct. You just go in a booth and just, because I think you came out, you know, you got your, you're just working on your solo stuff at it. Like, Hey, where did this come from? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I had this, this one here, this last one, it was, um it was a lot of working like on my own, honestly, just like within, I do a lot of writing in my backyard, but it's always been that way for you. You like, you're comfortable working alone. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's uh, you know, I'm comfortable working with people too. I feel like whenever, like when me, Rudy and Tom, you know, shout out Dune C crew, um, when we get together to write and stuff like it, that energy is just different, you know what I mean? For sure. And, and so sometimes you can like, you can feed off of each other and just kind of like, boom, go in. All right, we're done, you know? But you know how to bring that energy in your backyard, though. That's what I'm saying. So that's what's yeah. the unique about it is that you could do it. Like, I I, I, I hate writing songs by myself. Like, I can't stand it. Like, I need that energy. I need that flow. And mm-hmm. I, But I love, because I, I come from the days of ciphering yeah. with, uh, you know, VJ and Hot Dog and Delano Dog, and stuff yeah. like that. We would just, you know, just always constantly freestyling and ciphering and mm-hmm. giving each other words. And so, like, I, I have that energy, but you could do it, like you said, in your backyard, just sit down, put on an instrumental, and then write, and then you got this whole song. And you did that also with your first album. You did it pretty much on your own, and, yeah. you know, you did, I think you got some beats from other people, but um, you were signed to, uh, what, what was it called? Audio Sketchbook Records. Yeah, shout out to Caps, Audio yeah. Sketchbook Capture. Records. Yeah. And um, so, same thing with that, like, you, that was a lot of time that you put in on your own, and. Oh. Yeah, definitely, man. It was, uh, I don't know. I, I, as far as music wise, you know, when it comes to like solo stuff, yeah, it's, it's, it just comes easy, I guess. I, I like, I actually like writing songs, you know, I like writing lyrics. I like, you know, I guess you can say poetry, you know, stuff like that. I don't really write poetry, but, um, 
I kind of, I like to, I like to write, you know, I like to write songs, just any type of songs. Honestly, I feel like, uh, you know, the melody on a, you know, on a beat can kind of, you know, that, that has to do a lot with where you're going to take your song. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like, if I feel like this, like this melody on a beat that I get from, cause this last album, I didn't produce any of it. Like no, no. I used to produce beats back in the day, you know, which, you remember, which I got to say though, is like really cool that there's enough good producers yeah. and a good enough network that you have. Cause it was tough back uh, then to get beats yeah. from anybody. Like back when we were doing it, like, or when I was involved, it was yeah. like, it was very rare to get yeah. a good dope beat. And that's now it seemed like, you know, yeah, everyone's making, you know, Mikey beats, wizard, yeah. uh, Horace, Horace green, Horace yeah. green. Like, and he shocked me. Tom foolery, Tom, 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 Tom. He, that dude kills it on the beats too, dude, man. It's funny. Cause uh, Tom, I, I've been knowing Tom for a long time and mm-hmm. you know, it used to always be the gangster beats. Like, mm, yeah, yeah. you know, it, it's like, he still was, got that though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's like, he's definitely developed and, yeah. and, and, and took on its, its own life. And, but it's, it's pretty cool, though, because I'm listening to it and it's like, oh, wow, there's a lot of good producers. And then yeah. when I see I didn't even know Horace Green. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you're Horace Green. Yeah. Like what? He used to go. He used to go to those open air shows yeah. back in the day. He was a kid just going to these shows. And yeah. it's like, man, that kind of makes me proud in a way, like to see this dude like making dope beats. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I have a funny story about Horace Green, man. When uh, I think you might remember it because it was at an open air show. We had it. Remember when we did the cleanup? Yeah. over there yeah so and so we had a show afterwards i can't remember what show it was but you know we did the whole cleanup and like i don't know a few weeks later we had a show and uh you know we used to have you know those those shows used to get pretty packed you remember you have the graffiti out there and yeah. all that stuff so there was a lot of a lot of the young and if you don't know about open air go google it yeah it's yeah, on seriously. youtube you'll find out go ask somebody so, somebody should be able to tell you <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. anyone in hip-hop you know, and just the music scene, honestly. Shoot, Jeff, remember Jeff Yuma? Oh yeah. Shout out to Jeff for you know he was a big part of of the the metal scene, and he's still doing that now. You know, but just through open air, it was it was a cool thing to see. But anyways, uh, Horace Green, Eric, you know he he was out there, um, and he I can't remember who he was with, but he was with a homie, and you know they were they were sparking it up back yeah, there. Yeah, I remember. And, and the cops were like driving by. I you remember know? So that I was night. Like, Yo, dude. Man, we just cleaned all this and we're trying to represent, you know, this and that. And you can't be doing this. We're trying and, to have a good image for these know, people. It was funny, man. He brought that up along, like, I don't know, a few oh, he, months he ago. Remembers yeah, too, he huh? remembered it. He brought oh, it up cool, a, month, cool. a few months ago and I was just laughing. I was like, Because it was me and you that approached him. Yeah, yeah, it that was. Night. It, was yeah. it was us too. And because uh, I remember it was like, oh my goodness, man, we're working hard <laughs> trying to have this clean image. We That's did all funny. of our stuff just for people listening in Winter Haven, California, which was a, a great blessing because... You don't have to deal with the, you know, the city and the cops as much. And they, you know, even when the fire department came, they just kind of let us do our thing. Yeah, they, they were, were cool. like, everybody was cool. So that was a great blessing to being so close to Winter Haven. But um, yeah, so you got all these good beats. How is it like to work with your son? That's like interesting. Dude, he. My nephew, yeah. Isaac, he produced a beat on Shout your album. Shout out to Isaac. Old boy. He goes by old boy. <laughs> um, Dude, it was so cool, man, because this kid, he's. He's another natural, natural, like, no joke. He's just a natural. Yeah. I mean, if you've seen him, you know, climb trees and, do, you know, do all that stuff. He just has this balance on him. Yeah. That, so he gets that rhythm from you. That, so he has that, that rhythm and, that, yeah. that, you know, I'm going to be honest. I did. I did. 
you know, when he first started making beats, you know, garage band stuff like that, um, you know, he, he was like, Hey, check this out. You know, it was kind of showing me with the start of a beat. And I'm like, dude, that sounds cool. You know? And all I did was like, Hey, look, if you want to make a beat for a song, you have to kind of structure it. You know, if you're going to do a verse, 16 bar verse, you know, a hook or whatever, you know, and, and, you know, you want, you want your beat to kind of change up a little bit, you know, have switch ups, you know, like one of, one of, one of the things that you were always preaching, you know, oh, man. switch ups on beats, you know, got to. And, uh, and so, yeah, so then he just started making a bunch of different beats and I'm like, so kind of like you with the drum set. Yeah. He did. He cut that same thing that like father, like son, like you with the drum set, he took the opportunity yeah. to go and be alone with himself and figure out how I'm going to do this. Exactly that dude. Because I, like I said, I only showed him maybe a couple times of just like, Oh, Hey, look, maybe you could move this here. Blah, blah, blah. And then he just kind of took it all on his own. And, uh, Dude, he's just been making all kinds of beats. And this is what I love. I randomly get a text message from him, you know, if he's at school, because he has he has a he has the audio engineering and and um uh Oh know, yeah, beat, he takes Ad- Adrian's class. Adrian, shout, shout out, out to, to Adrian, Adrian Matthews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah, one that, of the original dudes uh, back in the day. Heck yeah, man. He's an OG. We were just talking uh texting each other back and forth last week, talking about, you know, all that stuff back in the day. Yeah. You know. But um but yeah, anyways, he's in that class. And At uh, Kofa, shout out to Kofa for putting yeah. together that beautiful class. Yeah, oh my yeah, goodness! Man. Yeah, we have something cool coming up there too uh, that I'll talk to you a little bit more about. But uh, um, anyway, so he, you know, Isaac, he randomly sends me a text, Dad, just wait till you hear this new beat. You know, he's done that to me like two or three times, uh-huh. and I'm like, Ooh, all right, yeah, because I, you, you know, usually I'm like, all right. all right, he, you know, he hasn't lied yet. He hasn't, mm-hmm. you know, every beat he's shown me that where he's telling, where he said that, it's I'm been like, fire, yeah, it's been really good, man. So, good. To some to where I'm like, you made this, dude. Like seriously, like you structured this. You, you know, like it's it's so dope, man. So how's that feel though, as a dad though, like, bro, it 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 almost I I I listened to one of his beats and I'm not even gonna lie, it made me cry. Oh, that's cool, like man. It, it brought, I mean, I wasn't like, uh, you know, but just like tears in my eyes. Yeah. I'm just like, dude, this is so cool, man. You know, like, because I think he knows that, that you can, you can make a positive impact with music. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's how I see it. Like, man, yeah. this dude, like, you know, throughout the years that I've been making music, you know, all my music has always been, you know, it's always been clean music. It's always been kind of like, I always see it like I want all my kids to be able to listen to every single one of my songs without having to, you know, change the song because it's going to say something, whatever, you know what I mean? And I appreciate that. Like, th- that's how I look at it, right? You know, it's like, come on, c- have some consideration for the people listening. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know like, I don't, I don't know, you know, it's, people do it, whatever, it's, it is what it is, but, you know, my flavor, my style is, is that, you know, I want to be able to, I want your grandma to be able to listen to it and, and be like, Oh, that's nice. I'm going to show my like, grandma your stuff. <laughs> you know, I'm going to see what she says. <laughs> she'd probably be like, that's Fausto. <laughs> nah. yeah. uh. Anyways, but yeah, you know, I just, every, everyone, I want to be able to, to be played everywhere. You know what I mean? And, and, uh, I think the fact that Isaac has seen that throughout my music all these years, you know, um, he's kind of, like seeing like, man, I want to, I want to do that too. You yeah. Know I mean? like yeah. The production wise, 
um, it's just so dope having, like you said, having all these, all these producers, this team of people that are like just crazy good. You so know? you talked about like, obviously the, um, the influential aspect of it. You're not, we're not, we don't go to the same church. We're not doing the outreaches anymore. Actually, we mean you go to separate churches and, um, but you still kept a lot of that, uh, positivity in your music still it's still a, a, a big core of, of who you are and what you're going to do right oh yeah man i mean that's that's that is the core you know that's the core god is the core you know mm. what i'm saying like i think that but you wouldn't call yourself a christian rapper per no se. no right. you know it's funny because a lot of people always ask me that like i've gotten asked that at least five or six times with this album hey is this a christian is this a christian album or is this a you know, secular album. Like I, don't, you I, don't, say, I don't even know how cr- albums can be Christian or not. Dude, I, I was just I like, even, that's yeah. like a thing. They, 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 like, yeah, I know. The nombre de Cristo. <laughs> so I'm just, know. so I responded to that. I'm like, dude, it's, it's just good music. Listen to it. Yeah. It's, it's positive music. You know, man, obviously it's, it's, I would say it's God influenced, you know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. I have a message behind songs that, you know, I'm a believer in Christ and, and I pray and, and I, and I read and I seek and, you know, I do all that stuff. But, uh, my music is just, I like to say it's just good music that I want to put out. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not going to preach something down your throat. Like, you know, I just want to show you love and show you that, you know, that, you know, listen to my music. You might like it. Listen you know? to it. Everybody can listen to it. Yeah. Anybody. Your grandma. Yeah. Your, your Thea, all of them, your, your you newborn. Play, yeah. You could play it at your kid's party at your, at a funeral, if you want, yeah, <laughs> everything. Yeah, no, honestly, you can play it. See you at man. the crossroads, <laughs> so you won't be lonely. You still listen to Bone? Uh, honestly, dude, I haven't, I haven't listened to Bone in a while. That hurts my you heart. Hurts but my uh, heart. I, no, I randomly like, like the homie. Uh, um, you know, uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but your, I don't like your, your other, uh, your other. Uh, how do you say it? Um, your, your, your nemesis. Uh, the other guy that has a podcast, um, Precision Precision Tune Studios. Yeah, yeah. He just right. interviewed Busy. That's all love. I know, yeah, I know. That's it's all, I'm just, I'm just being a yeah. dork about it. But, uh, um, anyways, he just interviewed Busy, so I Did checked out. I checked out his interview. How was it, it? Was it was cool, man. He, you know, he talked about all kinds of stuff. Went, went, kind of talked about old school stuff. You know, when he first got with Easy E and like all this yeah. stuff. You know, I want to, so, I want to hit up Busy. See if he'll do my show. Do it. I mean, yeah. you never know. I just saw him on um, The Breakfast Club. Right on. I know he's got like some new project, yeah, a new, new album al- or something. Yeah, he has a new album out. And yeah. I saw him on The Breakfast Club and he talked about the whole thing, what Easy and what they did. And, yeah. You know, and I, I I still listen to Bone. Actually, at the gym yesterday, that's what that's I was funny. listening to. I love Bone, man. Yeah, but, but yeah. That, that influenced your style early on. Oh, Come yeah. On. That, that influenced heavy. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not going to, if a Bone, if. If a Bone Thug song comes on, obviously I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna turn it up. I, I like Bone. You know what I mean. I like Bone Thugs, but I don't. I don't regularly like Bone Thugs in Harmony. Searching. You know. I don't do that. But um, like I used to. But yeah, definitely Bone Thugs. Who's a favorite? Uh, f- to me, Crazy Bone. Crazy. Crazy has always been my favorite. Man, I love Busy. Man, everyone loves Busy. I love Busy, but it, I, uh, to be honest, the new album not really feeling it. No. Like I think they have to be all together. That harmony thing that they do yeah. really makes even like anyone solo. Yeah. It's it's hard for me. And and that, it, but they're all together. It's like Busy really shines. Yeah, he's able to because he has that you know really so high voice. Voice, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Shout out Luis funny. over here. You know, and the reason why I say that is because I, I bring a bone because you, you, your harmony. 
yeah. that's a big yeah. part of your music. Yeah, you know, um, you know, I like to harmonize. Uh, you know, it when I understood how to harmonize and how to uh, understood more music. You know, not just like, oh, that sounds cool or whatever. You know, but you understand like chords and keys and stuff. What like goes that. behind it? The layers. Yeah, what goes you got to go it. go a little bit deeper. You know, I started I started kind of learning that, and and I'm like, oh, this is cool. You know, you can do. You know, nowadays, you know, auto tune is huge. You know, everyone uses auto tune here and here, here and there, or whatever, and it's cool. You know, some people use it right, and it's clever. You know, yeah. like like it sounds good. Um, but I like to, you know, as a singer, um, I like to use harmonies all the time, like whenever I can. You know, to make it sound more, you know, give it that full little mm-hmm. cool freshness behind your vocal. You know, um, but I remember going back. Once I understood music and stuff like that, uh, going back listening to Bone and stuff, a lot of a lot of what they did was um, was octaves. So there are some. Th- yeah. th- this is one thing I will say: busy and uh, busy and crazy. Th- those dudes knew a little more of the harmony stuff, but they would do a lot of octaves. But them doing doing it together yeah. still sounded like really cool yeah, because layers. they were a low voice, mid, you know. But it was just the you know octaves you know but uh but yeah man they they had they had a lot of it i like the way they they sang and rapped and did their you know the fast rap i was into the fast rapping thing because you do that a little bit on the album right yeah yeah you know i think i think um, on on everything i kind of mess with usually i you bring it it just naturally comes you know that's just the way i rhyme it's Mm -hmm. sometimes a little faster sometimes not you know but but yeah i like that i like that stuff man i thought it was cool seeing them you know adding the the harmony and the in the the music the melody behind all that stuff you know so harmony you got that soul you rap but you also just did a worship song yes yeah so straight like worship yeah yeah with mikey wizard mikey wizard yeah dope beat you heard the beat and you're like hey what's up mikey <laughs> what are you gonna do with that beat no nah, honestly i didn't even ask for it man what happened it, what, it was, what happened it was uh he had he had just taken a break actually from from making music. He said that he had felt like, you know, he had felt like God had gave him a message and said, "I want you to kind of focus, you know, uh, you know, on on me and kind of seek me and and pray more and just you know that type of stuff." And so he obeyed. He he listened. He kind of took a break from making any beats, from doing any recording sessions, any stuff like that. But at that time we were working on my album when that happened. So he came up to me. He's like, Hey man, you know, uh, with you, I'm going to keep going because you know, we were already in had that on schedule. You know what I mean? We were like doing this and we had, we had a, uh, you know, we, it, the countdown was, was going, you know? So, so, uh, you know, we kept working. And so just randomly on one of the sessions, I went to his house, to his studio and, and I was just like, you know, just kind of, getting things going and I was like what's up man have you worked on anything and he was like actually I did I yesterday I finally kind of sat there and made a beat and and uh he was like here let me show you and it was that beat he named it uh lucid lucid uh lucid dream lucid dreaming or lucid dreaming yeah yeah um because lucid dreams is that other full song or whatever his I I can't remember Anyways, so so he showed me that beat, and I was just like, "Wow, this is like a really 
great beat right Super here, Super down-tempo. I love yeah, it, Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, as soon as I heard it, I was like, this this could be an amazing song, you know? But, um, so he was like, so I asked him, I was like, what, do you, what are your plans with it? What are you, what are you trying to do with it? And he's like, dude, I don't know if I want to sell it. I don't know if I want to kind of just put it out. I don't know. Like, really, I, I just really don't know. And I was like, dude, well, whatever you do with it, man, it's like this is is such a great beat, man. So whoever whoever attempts to write a song to make it, sure like they it, come correct, it needs to be right. Yeah, yeah make sure they him. come yeah, correct, and, right? And that's what he was like. Oh yeah, for sure, you know. So, anyways, like a couple weeks later, I think maybe a week later, he ends up putting it out. He puts it out on this SoundCloud page and was like, "Hey, you know what? I'm gonna release this beat for free. Whoever wants to." Um, you know, it's, it's up for download. Whoever wants to mess with it and try to write a song, just shoot me whatever, whatever you write. And I want to hear what you come up with, you know? And, uh, yeah, the beat was out for like, I, I don't know, maybe a good month or so. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and so I hit him up and I was like, Hey man, has anyone sent you anything on, you know, on that beat? And he's like, dude, honestly, I've gotten people messaging me saying like, this is a dope beat. I want to, I want to. But nobody came, stepped to the plate. Yeah, nobody really stepped up, and uh, and so then I was just like, "Well, shoot, let me let me listen to it." You know, it's, this is a really good beat, so I'm gonna sit back. For, same thing, sat in my backyard. Went to the backyard. Yeah, yep. just kind of sat there, backyard and, by yourself. <laughs> got a beat. Yeah, and and dude, it just kind of the song start. You know, I mentioned this to you before. It actually started off as a like a memorial song. I wanted to write a song for, for CJ, for citizen name, like, mm-hmm. a, you know, like it was, it was, uh, you know, that's, that's the direction it was going. And then, um, and then I kind of got stuck. It kind of just like, it wasn't going anywhere after like four or five bars. And I'm just like, um, this isn't working right. You mm-hmm. know? And, uh, I remember this clearly dude, I was inside of my house sitting on my, the edge of my bed. And I felt like, like, you know, like God spoke to me right there and said, Hey, stop, stop what you're doing and try and go back and write a worship song. Wow. Like no joke, no joke. It was like, it was so clear, like go back and write a worship song. And I was like, change the direction. Hmm. Like that's really different. You know what I mean? Cause I never written a worship song to a beat like that. So I was like, all right, well, Again, back to the to the drawing board, as they would say, which to me, it's my backyard. So yeah. I went and and sure enough, man, that's where the song Glory, Glory came out, you know? Yeah. Great Just, song. So I'm going to I'm going to feature that. And I'm going to put a link dope. when we do this episode cool, so people man. can listen to it yeah. and uh, check out that song. Heck yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, because that, that's a great song. Um, going to do more like it. Yeah, we, we uh, me and Mikey were talking uh, a little bit more about doing some more more worship stuff that that type of stuff too so yeah it should be should be fun that's good man that's good um yeah. we're gonna have to wrap up here in a little bit but uh-huh. you're gonna do something special you're gonna do a little something something yeah yeah i yeah. got i got a little something something for you a little something <laughs> something hey look at you now your phone's ringing it's on vibrate though so yeah that's all right it's my son here actually oh yeah, yeah. we will have to make him wait <laughs> yeah. so you were you're down to spit yeah yeah all right let's see let's see what what you got a little something <laughs> Let me uh let me drink some water. Oh, this uh, one. Yeah, what? Oh, what you what you trying to do here? Are we where you have podcast? Can you get you, you got anything to that? 
Why you gotta put me on the spot like that? <laughs> like freestyle or what? I don't know. Shut the front door. What? Yeah. Shut the front door. What you got? You wanna you wanna spit no, no, you wanna no, no. spit a freestyle? No, no, I'm good. You bring you, you bring up a freestyle beat and don't do anything no, or what? No, I, I just remember you really like that beat back in the day. I love that beat. Yeah, that's a good beat. I love that beat. I wish I was good enough uh, uh, freestyler to kind of just go in whenever, you know. I think, it, it, you know, me and Rudy do it not as often as we should, but that that's more of a kind of like a, 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 you know, getting the same energy off of the off of the person you're in there with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So no, no, I was just playing. I, t- I told Luis I was going to do that to you. You're whack, dude. Mm-mm. See this I could do for sure Because I know this song really well How's the sound? I think you're turning up my mic and not the no, beat No I'm turning up your mic purposefully The beat is The mic is really loud now No you you just now Now, now I'm really low was I supposed to start there? Or? You good? You, you feeling it? Yeah, I can hear it now. All right, cool. I'll start it over again. Yeah, start it over. All right, here we go. Yeah, that's good. That's better. Yeah. I'm looking at the levels. Is it my vocal that's too loud or what? <clears throat> no, you're good. You're good. All right, let's try this. I'm just chilling in minding my business. If you can turn up the beat a little bit. I got enough problems of my own to deal with. Uh. Yo, I'm just chilling, trying to find that feeling of inspiration. I've been trying to catch it's been a minute. But in that minute, I have realized that there are seasons. There's ups and downs like a traveling man's road experience. But I don't fear it, cause exactly that's what keeps me driving. They ask me how I'm doing, I respond, man, I'm surviving. Cause it's survival of the fittest. I stay out of your business, cause I be about my business, get it? This a new era and I'm coming fitted. You can't take away my Jomo. No, no, this is my mojo. I'm kicking it in the dojo, riding solo. But see this, this one right here is for my people that keep on grinding cause ain't no other option but to keep going and just like c4 it is explosive sometimes you win and no one notice man is it even worth it those are the personal victories that i'm searching the type that gives your life a little bit more purpose this just the surface i'm just chilling and minding my business i have enough problems of my own to deal with Ooh, i'm trying just to get away hey dry my issues down by the lake Yo, I'm just chilling and minding my business Doing work, believing God, he isn't finished No, the chrysalis about to hang Yes, transformation ready, taking place Hmm, I'm done with it, just let it go Soon as I made that decision, God started to flow Like the currents of the ocean With a purpose, they stay moving Everything that happens always isn't fun But that's the ruling that the judge is given Those are the cards that we've been handed It's not my decision But I must deal with what I'm dealing Cause I must move on Or stay stuck like sword and stone This ain't no movie, this no Game of Thrones This not a fantasy, this my reality Ultimately, it's up to me how happy that I want to be But it gets hard when misery loves its company Man, I gotta get out of this rut Cause I've been chilling here so comfortably 
And then it dawned on me that I have power as long as that I believe For he has said that all these things greater we will complete And later on, yo, when I can see It'll be time to work on my vision so I can see you uh. I'm just chilling and minding my business I have enough problems of my own to deal with Ooh, I'm trying just to get away Hey, drown my issues down by the lake Yo, I'm just chilling and minding my business Doing work, believing God he isn't finished No, the crystal is about to hang Yes, transformation ready taking place Yo, I'm just chilling and minding my business Doing work, believing to feel this Man, uh, you're good. You're good. I messed it up right there, bro. No, you're good. You're good. Hey, that, you can chop it there at the end, I guess. No, no, <laughs> heck, no. This is all staying. We don't cut nothing on the on this show. No, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Did it live? That's that's cool, man. That's that's kind of like I, I grew up watching, you know, yeah. uh, the Wake Up Show. I love that show, Sway and Tech, the Wake Up Show. Seeing yeah. my favorite rappers, so it was always kind of one of my dreams to get people on here and. And bust. That's so, dope, dude. Take yeah, care. so I'm making dreams come true. Like there seriously, as a little kid, that's what. I, um, back in the day, we figured out how to get it here in Yuma. Yeah. Um, me, me and my friend, how to get that radio station and get all that stuff. So it was super cool, man. And, that's uh, dope, man. But anyway, yeah, you're the first to ever do a song on here. Heck yeah. Remy Rhymes did a did a verse back. Um, what, what, uh, yeah, I remember you when you I had forget him what on. season, but yeah, he yeah. did a verse, but not a full song. So anyway. Tell everybody how to get their album and how to find you and all that good stuff. Yeah, that song right there was uh, that song right there was chilling. It's off of the album Old Dog, Young Cats. Look for it on uh, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, um, Amazon, all that stuff. Just you know, Google it. Old Dog, Young Cats, Legal Alien, Dune Sea Crew, all that stuff. Cool, cool. So the last question: Where you want to take this all? Where you where are you headed towards? Honestly, man, I'm I'm headed wherever God wants me to head. I know that it's up to me to kind of keep pushing. So that's, that's all I'm doing. I'm just going to push my music and just, you know, I'm a musician. Naturally, I'm going to keep making music like, you know, whether, whether it goes anywhere or not, the fact that it's uh, so many local people are, are kind of reaching out already. It's, it's, I believe it's, it's made an impact. You know what I'm saying? So just, uh, I got videos coming out, you know, a bunch of other stuff working on actually new material already. So, you know, I'm just going to stay, I'm just going to stay making So the music. future, where looks like music? It just looks like music, constantly music. Yeah, yeah, I think so, man. I want, I want it, at least that's what I want it to be. You okay, know I mean? well, and, and if it's not you, it, it's your son. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, it's Hadessa, the freestyle rapper. Yeah, dude, she's, she's like really good, no joke. Yeah. I can't wait till she, till she grows up a little more, a few more years. That's, that's so my she niece, can start, your daughter. Yeah, you know? so she can start really understanding how to write and you know spit bars and stuff like that so you're aware also is like um you want to reach people some positivity yeah man that's i think that's what it's all about you know what i mean uh, a lot of people are hurting out there you know what i mean and she sometimes i'm hurting you know mm -hmm. sometimes we're all hurting you know what i'm saying so it's like ain't nothing wrong with that yeah we're we're you know we gotta we gotta be there for each other and just kind of you know spread spread love as 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 a cliche as that is you know what i'm saying but it's, that's the truth you know what I'm saying? It's just. So where I, we'll find you is where love is. Pretty much. All right, man. I like that. <laughs> I like that. that that's good. Um, it's good. So, yeah, we're going to have to wrap it up here. Uh, thank you for coming on. Was hey, this, what'd you think? This was cool, man. Thank you for having me. Oh, this, cool, this is, cool. this is cool. I, I enjoyed it actually. 
Yeah. I, messed, I messed up a little bit on that song, but it's all right. That's, no, dude, no. It's live. It's yeah, live, right? Dude. You do, yeah, hey, man. We're going live. <laughs> the O'Reilly, oh, yeah, I love yeah. that. Shout out to Brains, yeah, Brian. Yeah. Oh, That's he sent funny. me that back in the day. I missed that. Remember, remember when I did a, a intro thing for you for uh, this other little podcast you were doing with Kenjo? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Banger management. Yeah, banger management. Banger That's management. My old radio show. I love that. You know. Yeah. But again, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Look forward to everything you're going to be doing, and uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be cool to see my nephew making beats. And, Thank you, man. You know, my kids are starting to get into music, and so it, 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 it's like you know it's cool because we have a musical like we have a creative family all oh, yeah. of our family is super yeah, creative definitely you know we come from you know uh, it's it's pretty deep so yeah but um anyway thank you again and i want to thank everybody for listening if you subscribe to this on itunes or app it's apple podcast now leave us a rating a review that really helps out also check us out instagram we're on twitter we're on facebook find us like us Follow us. Do whatever you got to do. We appreciate you guys for listening. And uh, may God bless you on your journey. We're out. Yep. Yeah.